scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012 Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software. Welcome to Day 5 of Week 41 of the Daily Bible Reading. Today we're in 2 Kings 24 and 25, 2 Chronicles 36, Psalm 126, and 1 Peter chapter 3. But before we begin, let's say a prayer. Our Holy Father, we thank you that you've given us your word that we can read today. We pray that we would be the kind of men and women that you've told us that we should be. We thank you, Father, for the godly women that set good examples for everyone else around them, those that live without fear because of their fear of you and their safety that they feel because of your care for them as you care for all of us. We pray, Father, that you would help us to trust you in everything, no matter what our situation is. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's begin the reading in Second Kings chapter 24. In his days, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up, because Jehoiakim had become his servant for three years. Then he turned and rebelled against him. So Yahweh sent against him raiding bands of Chaldeans, raiding bands of Aram, raiding bands of Moab, and raiding bands of the Ammonites. He had sent them against Judah to destroy it, according to the word of Yahweh that he had spoken by the hand of his servants the prophets. Surely it was on the command of Yahweh against Judah to remove them from his sight, because of the sins of Manasseh, according to all that he had done. Also for the blood of the innocent that he had shed, and he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, Yahweh was not willing to forgive. The remainder of the acts of Jehoiakim and all that he did, are they not written on the scroll of the events of the days of the kings of Judah? So Jehoiakim slept with his ancestors, and Jehoiakim his son became king in his place. The king of Egypt did not again come out from his land, for the king of Babylon had taken territory from the wadi of Egypt to the Euphrates River. Jehoiakim was eighteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Nehushta, daughter of Elnathan from Jerusalem. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh according to all that his father had done. At that time the servants of Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came to Jerusalem, and the city came under the siege. Then Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came against the city while his servants were besieging it. Jehoiakim king of Judah went out to the king of Babylon. He, his mother, his servants, his commanders, and his court officials. The king of Babylon took him in the eighth year of his reign. Then he took from there all the treasures of the temple of Yahweh and the treasures of the palace of the king. He cut up all the vessels of gold which Solomon the king of Israel had made in the temple of Yahweh, as Yahweh had foretold. He deported all of Jerusalem, all of the commanders, ten thousand of the skilled warriors and the artisans. No one was left over except the poorest of the people of the land. He deported Jehoiakim to Babylon, the mother of the king, the wives of the king, his court officials, and the citizenry of the land he caused to go into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Of all the skilled men, seven thousand, and of the skilled craftsmen and the artisans, one thousand. All of the mighty warriors fit for war the king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon. Then the king of Babylon made Mataniah his uncle king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. The name of his mother was Hamatal, daughter of Jeremiah from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of Yahweh, just like all that Jehoiakim had done. For it happened because of the anger of Yahweh in Jerusalem and in Judah, until they were cast out from his presence. 
Then Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Chapter 25 It happened that in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, on the tenth of the month, Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon came, he and his army, against Jerusalem. He encamped against it and built siege works against it all around. So the city came under siege until the eleventh year of the king. In the ninth month the famine became severe in the city, and there was no food for the people of the land. Then the city was breached, and all the men of war entered by night by way of the gate between the wall which was by the garden of the king, and the Chaldeans were against the city all around, so he left by the way of the Arabah. But the army of the Chaldeans pursued the king, and they overtook him in the Arabah of Jericho, and all of his army scattered from him. So they captured the king and brought him up to the king of Babylon at Riblah, and they passed sentence on him. They slaughtered the sons of Zedekiah before his eyes. Then they blinded the eyes of Zedekiah and bound him in bronze fetters and brought him to Babylon. In the fifth month, on the seventh of the month, that is, the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon, Nebuzaradan, a commander of the imperial guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He burned the temple of Yahweh, the palace of the king, and all of the houses of Jerusalem. Every large house he burned with fire. He and all the army of the Chaldeans who were with the imperial guard tore down the wall of Jerusalem all around. The remainder of the people left in the city, the deserters who had deserted to the king of Babylon, and the remainder of the multitude, Nebuzaradan, the commander of the imperial guard, deported. But the poor of the land, the commander of the imperial guard, left for the vineyards and for tilling. The bronze pillars which were in the temple of Yahweh, the water carts, and the bronze sea that was in the temple of Yahweh, the Chaldeans broke into pieces and carried their bronze to Babylon. The pots, the shovels, the snuffers, the dishes, and the vessels of bronze with which they served there, they took. The firepans and the basins, whatever was gold, the commander of the imperial guard took for the gold, and whatever was silver for the silver. The two pillars, the one sea, and the water cart which Solomon had made for the temple of Yahweh, there was no weighing to the bronze of all of these vessels. The height of the one pillar was eighteen cubits. A bronze capital was on it, with the height of the capital being three cubits. The latticework and pomegranates on the capital all around were bronze, and likewise on the latticework for the second pillar. Then the commander of the imperial guard took Sariah the chief priest, Zephaniah the second priest, and three of the threshold keepers. From the city he took one court official who was chief officer over the men of war, five men from the king's council who were found in the city, the secretary of the commander of the army who mustered the people of the land, and sixty men from the people of the land being found in the city. Nebuzaradan, commander of the imperial guard, took them and brought them to the king of Babylon at Riblah. Then the king of Babylon struck them down and killed them at Riblah in the land of Hamath. Thus Judah was removed from its land. Now as far as the people left in Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon left behind, he appointed Gedaliah the son of Ahikam the son of Shaphan over them. When all of the commanders of the troops heard, they and the men, that the king of Babylon had appointed Gedaliah, they came to Gedaliah at Mizpah, even Ishmael the son of Nethaniah, Johanan the son of Korea, Sariah the son of Tanhumath the Netophathite, Jazaniah the son of the Machathite, they and their men. Gedaliah swore to them and to their men, and he said to them, You must not be afraid because of the Chaldeans. Settle in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and may it go well with you. 
But it happened in the seventh month that Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishama, from the offspring of the kingship, came, and ten men with him, and they struck down Gedaliah so that he died, with the Judeans and with the Chaldeans who were with him at Mizpah. Then all the people from youngest to oldest and the commanders of the troops went to Egypt, for they were afraid of the presence of the Chaldeans. It happened in the thirty-seventh year of the exile of Jehoiakim king of Judah in the twelfth month, on the twenty-seventh of the month, lifted evil Merodach king of Babylon in the year that he became king, the head of Jehoiakim king of Judah from the house of imprisonment. He spoke kindly to him, and he gave him a better seat than the seat of the kings who were with him in Babylon. So he changed the clothes of his imprisonment, and he ate food continually in his presence all the days of his life. His allowance was continually given to him from the king, a portion every day all the days of his life. Second Chronicles chapter 36 And the people of the land took Jehoahaz the son of Josiah and made him king in place of his father in Jerusalem. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. Then the king of Egypt deposed him in Jerusalem, and laid a tribute upon the land of one hundred talents of silver and one talent of gold. And the king of Egypt made Eliakim his brother king over Judah and Jerusalem, and he changed his name to Jehoiakim. But Necho took Jehoahaz his brother and brought him to Egypt. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the eyes of Yahweh his God. Nebuchadnezzar the king of Babylon went up against him, and he bound him with bronze fetters to bring him to Babylon. And Nebuchadnezzar brought to Babylon the objects of the house of Yahweh, and put them into the temple in Babylon. Now the remainder of the words of Jehoiakim, and the detestable things that he did, and what was found against him, behold, they are written in the scroll of the kings of Israel and Judah. And Jehoiakim his son reigned in his place. Jehoiakim was eighteen years old when he became king, and he reigned three months and ten days in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the eyes of Yahweh. And at the turn of the year King Nebuchadnezzar sent and brought him to Babylon with objects of the treasure of the house of Yahweh. And he made Zedekiah his brother king in Judah and Jerusalem. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the eyes of Yahweh his God. He did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet who spoke for Yahweh. And he also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by God. He stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to Yahweh the God of Israel. All the leaders of the priests and the people likewise increased in unfaithfulness, according to all the detestable things of the nations. And they polluted the house of Yahweh that he had consecrated in Jerusalem." And Yahweh, the God of their ancestors, had repeatedly and persistently sent to them by the hand of his messengers, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they were mocking the messengers of God, and despising his words, and scoffing at his prophets, until the wrath of Yahweh rose against his people, until there was no remedy. Therefore he brought against them the king of the Chaldeans, and he killed their young men with the sword in the house of their sanctuary. He showed no mercy on a young man, a virgin, the elderly, or decrepit. He delivered all into his hand, and all the vessels of the house of God, the great and the small, the storehouses of the house of God, and the storehouses of the king and his princes, these all he brought to Babylon. And they burned the house of God, and they shattered the walls of Jerusalem, and burned its citadels with fire, and destroyed all the vessels of its treasuries. 
And he took those who escaped the sword to Babylon, and they became servants to him and to his sons until the rule of the kingdom of Persia, to fulfill the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. All the days of desolation it kept Sabbath to fulfill seventy years. And in the first year of Cyrus the king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah, Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and also in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus king of Persia, Yahweh the God of heaven has given to me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a house for him at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you from all his people, may Yahweh his God go up with him. And now let's read Psalm 126, a song of ascents. When Yahweh restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like dreamers. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with rejoicing. Then they said among the nations, Yahweh has done great things for these people. Yahweh has done great things for us. We are glad. Restore, O Yahweh, our fortunes like the streams of the Negeb. Those who sow with tears shall reap with rejoicing. He who diligently goes out with weeping, carrying the seed bag, shall certainly come in with rejoicing, carrying his sheaves. And now to the New Testament, 1 Peter chapter 3. In the same way, wives, be subject to your own husbands, so that even if some are disobedient to the word, they may be won over without a word by the conduct of their wives, when they see your respectful, pure conduct. Let your adornment not be the external kind, braiding hair and putting on gold jewelry or putting on fine clothing, but the hidden person of the heart, with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is highly valuable in the sight of God. For in the same way formerly the holy women also who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by being subject to their own husbands, like Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling him Lord, whose children you have become when you do good, and are not frightened with respect to any terror. Husbands, in the same way, live with your wives knowledgeably, as with a weaker female vessel, showing them honor, as fellow heirs also of the grace of life, so that your prayers will not be hindered. And finally, all of you, be harmonious, sympathetic, showing mutual affection, compassionate, humble, not repaying evil for evil or insult for insult, but on the other hand, blessing others, because for this reason you were called, so that you could inherit a blessing. For the one who wants to love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil, and his lips must not speak deceit. And he must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And who is the one who will harm you if you are a zealous adherent for what is good? But even if you might suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their intimidation or be disturbed, but set Christ apart as Lord in your hearts, always ready to make a defense to anyone who asks you for an accounting concerning the hope that is in you. But do so with courtesy and respect, having a good conscience, so that in the things in which you are slandered, the ones who malign your good conduct in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if God wills it, than for doing evil. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust, in order that he could bring you to God, 
being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which also he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, who were formerly disobedient when the patience of God waited in the days of Noah, while an ark was being constructed, in which a few, that is, eight souls, were rescued through water. And also, corresponding to this, baptism now saves you, not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven, with angels and authorities and powers having been subjected to him. All right, and that is the reading for today. Until next time, have a great weekend, and keep meditating on the Word of God.